It's time for episode 535 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where we're chiming in the new year only two days late. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined across the internet by my good friend, my pal, my favorite co-host here in 2024, <laughs> is the one and only Micah Sargent. How are you doing today, Micah? I'm doing well, Dan. I'm uh, ringing in the new year. I've got noisemakers uh, just really going bad for podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Zoom is just blocking it all out, so you all have no idea all of the sounds happening around me. But uh, it's it's a celebration, nonetheless. Technology is amazing here in the year 2024. Uh, <laughs> to my left this week, it is a brand new guest to Clockwise, a writer and editor from uh, in places such as Wired, ProPublica, and the Wall Street Journal. It's Meg Marco. Welcome to the show, Meg. Thank you so much for having me. And to my left. The Emojipedia founder and the only writer at Mobile Tech Journal, it's Jeremy Burge. Hi, Jeremy. It's only me over there. It's just a blog. I thought it was sort of like a, a slight to everyone else. I'm the only writer here. All the rest of you are fools. <laughs> You're all useless to me. <laughs> all right. Well, let's kick things off. we got just 30 minutes to cover four tech topics. Let me start things off. It is New, is new Year, which means it's time for a social media audit. I want to know where, if anywhere, you're putting your social media energy in the year of our Lord 2024. Meg, let's start with you. Taking an analytical viewpoint on it, I'm getting the most engagement and sort of rewarding experiences out of threads of all things. And I'm like a Facebook Amish person. Like I never really joined Facebook. I never, you know, I'm very surprised that a meta product, I was on Instagram, but then of course they acquired it. I'm very surprised that a meta product has been a rewarding experience for me. So my stuff is going on threads and I'm shocked. Uh, for me, I am really not putting my social media energy anywhere. That's not to say that I won't post places from time to time. But in terms of the energy that I once had for social media, um, you know, they say energy cannot be created or destroyed. But I think um, Elon somehow <laughs> just broke the rules of physics and destroyed the social media energy that I once had. Uh, or he gobbled it up, I guess. That's that's the other option. So yeah, um, I would say the answer is nowhere. Honestly. Jeremy, what about you? Yeah, no, I'm with you, Micah. I'm not on Twitter anymore. I use it for the occasional DM. Uh, I wanted, I put my energy into wanting Mastodon to work. I kind of went for it for maybe six months, just that being my exclusive text platform. But I'm kind of with you, Meg. Threads is the closest thing to a Twitter alternative I've found. And yeah, it's kind of got that critical mass. There's a majority of maybe the most people from Twitter, except for the nerds. And that's a bit split. It's a bit all over the place. I'd love to see more of my nerds there. Um, Instagram, I'm still enjoying for the stories, mostly for friends. And it does feel kind of gross to talk about being popular on social media, but I'm more popular on TikTok than anywhere, which is kind of weird because I'm not really using TikTok a whole bunch. Yeah, a lot of the people I used to follow about three, four years ago, not to sound like a, an old... You know, oh, TikTok used to be great back in the day, but <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of odd that like the people that I used to follow and really enjoy, they've kind of turned into full time content creators, and that's changed the vibe for me in a way that I'm not loving. 
Um, whereas there were sort of fun, quirky people I found a few years ago, like, oh, this is fun to follow. And now they're kind of doing produced videos, which is, I guess that's the thing that gets you more engagement. I just, I liked the slightly more raw, just people popping open a camera and saying stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm with Meg. I'll, we'll hang out on threads and you can all hang out wherever you want to hang out. <laughs> Michael will hang out nowhere. Uh, I, <laughs> I am the, I guess I'm the anti Micah in this week's episode because I Ooh. feel like I am still kind of, I'm kind of ha- I'm trapped. I'm a ha- I'm halfway everywhere, but I'm not posting very much. I mainly just like go to I go to Mastodon and I go to Blue Sky and I go to Threads and I scroll through and occasionally like reply to like friends and stuff who are posting there. But the the sheer fatigue of having to feel like oh my god do i have to pick one of these do i have to post things to all of them and i have friends who post things like the same content to all of them i'm like that just seems like way too much of my time spent copying and yeah, pasting I can't be bothered with that. Can't I, be doing that. i don't need that i want i still hold out hope that some of this federation stuff will come together and maybe i'll be able to like you know navigate multiple platforms through a single interface or at least have interoperability between some of them but that seems super slow uh and i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon so at the moment i probably spend the most time looking at mastodon but i also appreciate that it has very low volume so if i go and look there at like my particular following timeline it's like i'm caught up in about two minutes and then i go back to whatever i was doing which is looking at the other social maybe there's something on the other social media (laughs) network now i'll go check that one oh i could check that one this is why i get no work done um anyways thank you all we'll see we'll check in in uh january 1st 2025 and see how that really panned out for us this year uh thank you and let us move to our second topic which comes from meg so it's another new year's theme but i'm wondering you know at the beginning of the year it's time to take stock of your subscriptions and what you're paying for which is sort of a painful experience i'm just wondering what things are you guys canceling in 2024 and what are you keeping? And the thing that prompted this for me, aside from the new year, was Amazon Prime raising the the cost if you don't accept ads. And that felt like a trigger to me. I'm like, I, I really wanted to look at everything that I was subscribed to and whether I was really using it and why I'd signed up for it in the first place. So for me, that I kind of don't use it anymore. Do you guys use it? The one subscription that I will, I swear, cancel has nothing to do with tech. I have a subscription where five gallon bottles of water are delivered to my porch every month. And I have let that run for the entirety of 2023, even though I'm not using that anymore because I finally got around to installing the thing that I used to have that helps me with having clean water. And because I have to call them to cancel and hear them say, oh, but can we get you? I just have ignored it. And they, just like Netflix and just like Amazon Prime and just like the others, have slowly raised the cost. And so finally, uh, yesterday, I saw that $40 was taken out of my account for this water subscription service that once cost $20 a month. And yeah, I'm going to make it go away. I swear. Michael, what are you doing with all this extra water? What are you yeah, doing? Where does with it live? It's, it's living in my. <laughs> It's living in my garage, and if the world ends, all of you can have one, okay? Oh, you could all have please, a five-gallon bottle of Don't water. Don't cancel. You've got to do this. Yeah, stop this it's it, ridiculous. Stop it, stop it I, I, I asked for my birthday that my partner please call and cancel for me. <laughs> yes. Oh, my And he gosh. said no, so I have to do it. Um, 
I there's my shame. I can't talk about this anymore. I've got a lot of water to drink. Jeremy, it's your turn. <laughs> I I cannot get anywhere near topping your your. I don't even know what a gallon is. What? How much? Uh, does anyone know what that is no, in liters? Impossible. I'm just picturing thousands of. Uh, Sorry, I'm just picturing an ocean of water outside your liters. house. For the uh, three point seven eight five liters. Oh, Micah, come on. <laughs> it's All even right, embarrassing sorry. in metric. <laughs> that is. It's more. You've got more liters than you have gallons. It's too much. Um, so I have no water subscriptions. I've got plenty of water. Um, I, uh, I, I'm i pretty subscription light at my end. I've got Amazon Prime. I have Netflix. I have Apple. I think that's it. Uh, I didn't notice the ads come on Amazon Prime because I don't really watch the video. It's just for deliveries. Netflix, I think I'm on the ad model now. Again, not a massive watcher. I'm happy to be on the cheap one. I think I'm going to get calls soon from people sharing my password. I'm keeping those. Uh, one cancel, one cancellation I did make in 2023. Finally, it wasn't water. It was Evernote, uh, an app that used to be great before we had free Apple Notes that does an excellent job and every single feature Evernote added in the last decade I never wanted. All I wanted for it was just open quickly. That's all I wanted it to do and never did it. So I've moved to Apple Notes and now I'm saving myself whatever Evernote costs every year and I'm very happy. I think for me, the ones I'm still, I'm kind of locked into that Apple bundle thing. I mean, because of similarly with Prime where it's like, well, I want the shipping and they'll just give you the the Prime video along with that. So it's like, I'm not going to cancel the shipping because I, I do order enough stuff that it ends up being worth it. Um, and with Apple, same thing with like, I use the other services. I use iCloud and I use Apple Music and all that stuff. So it's all bundled together. So I feel like I'm kind of, they're very cleverly have me locked in there. I do, you know, have had way too many other streaming services, but I have cut back on them. I just put my Hulu account on pause again because there was nothing. I realized, oh, I'm not watching anything. And they let you pause your subscription for like three months or something. And then invariably, I forget that I paused it and they charge me again. Um, but it's still cheaper <laughs> than paying for it every month. Uh, we have Netflix, but I I, I kind of... Netflix is the streaming service I wish I could get rid of because I kind of hate it. But also then there's always something that seems to be on it that people are talking about. And I'm like, oh, I should, I should, I should check that out. And then I... I think I paid in advance for Disney Plus, like a year's worth of Disney Plus, because I'm <laughs> trapped in that forever IP uh, rigmarole. So, oh, yeah, too many. But I did, I did sort of think this year would be the year where I'm better at like turning off services when there isn't a show I want to watch. Like I can like, oh yeah, I'll get it for you know Paramount if it still exists uh, for the like three months of Star Trek, and then I'll cancel it and you know not worry about it for a while. But we'll see if that comes to pass. I think my household still has technically two Amazon Prime subscriptions because my wife never cancels hers she realized so this this is also my situation and it really had me looking at like how often do i need two-day shipping Mm. the answer is almost never yeah, it's it's turned out with a like a you know a seventeen month old that like you have some things where you're like I need this and I need it now. <laughs> Two days maybe too long. But yeah. Uh Meg, you got any last thoughts or wrap wraps up here? Well, I really, really hope the water gets drunk or canceled. <laughs> I may be willing we've just met, but I may be willing to help you with this. This is very important that this get canceled. <laughs> so, yes. so, there, I'm sure I'll get five emails. Okay, what's the number? I'll do it for you. <laughs> I like that you're now a water middleman. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> That's basically, I was trying to start my own water subscription service. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Just brand it, me. brand it like Michael Water or something. And like, you know, it's got electrolytes or whatever. 
<laughs> oh, no, that's how you get in trouble. That's what happened to Smartwater. They got in big trouble for that. <laughs> All right. That's two topics down, two topics left to go, which, of course, means halftime here at Clockwise. And to tell you about this week's sponsor, I'll turn things over to Micah. Yes, Micah Water. A new sp- No, um, folks, I'm super excited about this sponsor. It's Notion, who I'm sure many of you have heard about. Uh, Notion is the way to collect all of your information in one place. But Notion has added some cool new tools. There's no shortage of helpful AI tools out there, but using them means switching back and forth between this digital tool and that digital tool. So instead of trying to figure out a way to to make that work, it just becomes more complicated Unless, of course, you're using Notion, because with Notion, you can use these AI tools. I love Notion because of it's just the way my brain works. It thinks in these kinds of uh, blocks that come together. And I need different ways of organizing information. And at some days I'm feeling like a table kind of guy. Some days I'm feeling like a checklist kind of person. You never know. And so with Notion, I could have all of those different types of data all uh, arranged exactly how I like it. And I heard other nerds talking about Notion and I tried it myself and it's again, it just, it, it clicks for me. It, it makes sense. I started using it for work. I use it for personal projects and uh, it's just great. And now with Notion AI, it makes it easier to search through your Notion database and get to the information that you want. So there are a whole bunch of uh, show notes that I've had in Notion for ages now, and I can uh, search to try to figure out on which episodes did I name this product or did I talk about this app and be able to find those easily. Uh, it, It basically takes search to the next level. So it combines your notes, your docs, your projects into one space, simple and beautifully designed. You can save time and write faster by letting Notion AI handle the first draft, jumpstart a brainstorm, turn your messy notes into something polished. So if you feel like, oh man, I don't know how to organize this, Notion AI can do that for you. You can automate tedious tasks too, like summarizing meeting notes or finding next steps. Notion AI does all this and more and frees you up to do the deep work. And the fully integrated Notion AI helps you work faster, write better, think bigger, doing tasks that normally take you hours in just seconds. In fact, Notion is used by more than half of Fortune 500 companies and teams that use Notion send less email, cancel more meetings, save time searching for their work and reduce spending on tools, which helps keeps everyone on the same page. So try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash clockwise. That's all lowercase letters, N-O-T-I-O-N.com slash clockwise to try the powerful, easy to use Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're of course supporting our show because Notion knows that you came from here. Notion.com slash clockwise. Our thanks to Notion for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, we are back from the break, and that means huh, it's time for my topic. Uh, the Apple Vision Pro is rumored to launch at the end of the month uh, and may very well be available uh, in early February. So my question for you is this. Have your opinions changed on the device, and will you be getting one? Jeremy, share your opinions if they've changed and what your plans are going forward. So I am not looking forward to uh, normal human uh, interactions this year. When <laughs> <clears throat> not so much uh, human interactions wearing the Vision Pro, more like when um whenever there's big tech news and you become the tech explainer at like a barbecue or a social event and you get whoever whoever come over and be like, "Have you seen this 
stupid thing that someone's, you know, that Apple's releasing. It's it's the worst thing, and no one wants it. And then you kind of, and even though I personally don't want one, you kind of get put on the back foot, going, "Well, well, it it, it has purpose, and it could be a big deal. It could change how we do things." But I mean, I'm open to it. I think it's cool. I want to try one in 2024. That's where I want to be. I want to try it on, and. Yeah, I, I could see future me have, wearing it on a plane, but for this year, I think it's interesting. It's cool tech. I don't blame Apple for going down this path and giving it a shot, see what happens, and I'm not looking forward to trying to explain it to the normal people in my life. And maybe I'll just opt out. Maybe I'll just agree with them. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Don't worry about it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm kind of intrigued just to try out the whole experience of going to an Apple store and trying to figure out how they are going to deal with this because that seems already very complicated and to me maybe that's even more interesting than device itself how do you sell somebody on a $3,500 thing that they probably don't need Um, this is a long game for Apple obviously and I think that's kind of where I'm positioned for my interest in it is not now but at some point in the future probably if it comes down in price and they, they you know refine this as they i'm sure they will do you know in 2 years will we all be like sitting here on our <laughs> vision pro 3s uh doing podcasts probably not but maybe you never know um it's rare that apple enters an entirely new category so i think if they are you know when you are like one of the biggest companies in the world and you're like this is a thing and we're doing this thing you have to at least be like all right well, why? Like, wh- why are you spending all this money and time and energy developing this product? You must feel like you have a good chance of getting your money back and then some at some point in the future. Could be a flop for sure, but it's, you know, again, their track record is pretty good. So I'm content to sort of wait out this first round, but I am intrigued to try it out. Meg, any thoughts? I'm, I'm the same. I, I would like to try it out, but I think overall, I have the same answer for this that I have for all the other things that are sort of like it and adjacent to it, which is that I'm seriously a skeptic that people want to wear things on their face. It's just to me, I'm just a skeptic of anything that's too immersive. And maybe that makes me a Luddite. Maybe that makes me boring, but I would like to try it. I too am intrigued by the idea of like what the experience is going to be at the Apple store. But um, this whole product category for me, like I don't get it. It's not for me, I think. It's interesting because this device sort of is a vicarious device, right? But I I plan to live vicariously through the folks who end up getting one of these and learning about it through that, hearing about the experience of going to the store, what that involves, what that entails, uh, you know, knowing someone, I'm sure, who ends up getting one and being able to try it that way. It's a cool idea, but thus far, I have had only mediocre experiences. And, you know, I've got the Oculus Quest, whatever it is, I think two or whatever. And I thought for sure, oh yeah, I'll use, it just sits in in its case and I don't ever use it because it's uncomfortable and weird to be in an entirely different environment most of the time. My opinion hasn't really changed uh, much on the Vision Pro, but I am uh, excited to see other people's uh, reactions and particularly anyone who says, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to get one of those. And then they end up with one. Yeah. Those are the people I want to talk to. Uh, Jeremy, what is your topic? Uh, Since we're doing this new year special, I'd like you to get your requests in. I'll get the tech CEOs on the line uh, to take some notes 
about what feature you hope gets included in your phone or computer operating system this year. I'm looking forward to seeing if Apple could make a a Siri that works a lot better because I found myself using Siri a lot more. And what frustrates me is when you ask the, the nice robot to do something for you and it just pretends it doesn't hear you. And I know it's pretending. It's not like it doesn't hear me. It's clearly just <laughs> shunning me. Um, and so I don't know. I, I There's been a lot of rumors about sort of the uh, large language model sort of AI style interactions being built into Apple's platforms this year. And I think for me, Siri has not changed that much in like more than a decade. And I, I feel like maybe it's time. Maybe it's time it gets a nice revamp. And there's, you know, talking to it is more like talking to your chat GPT, instead of talking to a robot that only understands very specifically phrase commands, obviously the concern is that now the robot will talk to you very charismatically, but will also lie to you and make things up, which is surely <laughs> a thing they will have to worry about. But uh, it has ended up being such a lifesaver in a lot of times um, when I'm running around the house or even at times when I'm in the car and I have my like phone hooked up to my CarPlay unit and stuff like that, that... I don't want to fiddle with a screen right now. I should have, I have a voice assistant should be able to take care of these things much more safely for me. So I I think that is something I would very much like to see. And Jeremy, if you would please forward that on to Tim Cook, I would be most appreciative. It's in my earpiece right now. It's all, it's all sorted. Uh, I'm sending the request via Siri. That's what I love to hear. Uh, Meg, what about you? I honestly want kind of fewer features. I have noticed that over the past few iOS's, that my home screen is more customized than ever, but it's more disorganized than ever. And there's too many focuses and there's too many like options and features and things like that that are making my experience of using the phone more complicated than it needs to be. And I'm often finding that the more um, interesting and useful features are sort of hidden in an accessibility menu or, you know, there's something that someone on TikTok has to tell me that they're there. And it's becoming, I think, too much for me. So I would just hope that I would I would hope that in 2024, I would stop accidentally changing my entire screen by sitting on my phone. <laughs> Does this happen to anyone else? Can that yes. stop? Yes, it's so annoying. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Like, just make something like that stop for me. Just one little uh, move towards simplicity, and I will be so happy. <laughs> um, for me, I want a photo and video coach. So what would happen is I would turn on camera, and I would enable this. I would turn this mode on, and I'd hold up my phone, and it would see what I was trying to take a photo of or a video of, and then it would provide some tips and say, oh, you might want to uh, add more light to the shot, or oh, you uh, are cropping out this that seems like you're trying to uh, have in the shot. Um, Oh, let's bring up the uh, grid and have you reposition the heads so that they are more in line with this, you know, with, with four thirds or whatever it happens to be. And then I want that coach to also be there with me when I go to edit photos, because Dan, I remember you talking about this and I feel the same way. I can open up a photo editor and move dials around, but I don't know if it's Good. Is it better? <laughs> yeah. Do I make it better? Yeah, is it worse? Better? Weirder? Is that, is that, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's good. I don't know. Saturation all the way to the top, Micah. That's the one you just drag that saturation that's a great all the tip. way. 
saturation all the way to the top, sharpness as sharp as you can get it. Why would you want it less sharp? You just want that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, then maybe it asks you, what overall feel do you want for this photo? Oh, I want it to be clear and triumphant. And then it says, well, these are the suggestions that I make, uh, that I suggest you make. And it kind of explains them too, if you want to know more. It's like, oh, we're dropping the shadows, we're upping the highlights, because this brings out this in the photo and makes it feel more bright or whatever. That would be so cool. And I would feel a lot more knowledgeable and sort of capable with this high quality hardware that I have. Uh, and that I'm, you know, making something that that looks how I want it to look, even if my eye can't quite tell uh, what I need to do to make it look that way. Um, Jeremy, why don't you round us out here? Uh, well, I'm not going to ask what a triumphant photo looks like. I think we'll just move on. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure your, your coach will know. Um, I would like to pick two, or if the show runs over time, I would like to pick one. The first, the feature I've been wanting for quite a while, which I think is right in Apple's sort of, it's something they would like to do. I feel like maybe this exists on some platforms. It's to have the ability to blur out faces on video Mm. automatically. It's one of those things. It's not a big deal. You're filming, you know, some social media something and you don't care enough to actually edit it to do this work. And I know there's apps for photos like uh, Casey Lisk, friend of the show, Masquerade puts little emoji faces on, on people. But I'm just talking about, especially in video where you'd, you'd film a scene, but there's a few people you want to just, they're not relevant to the scene or for their privacy, cut them out. And I feel like that's the type of thing it needs to be built in, ready to go. And then I'd be more likely to share stuff. Whereas as it is sometimes around family, friends, or people you, you don't necessarily want to put on the internet. So I just won't put anything up, which is also fine. That's a, that's a choice. Uh, and not to make the most depressing end to a podcast, but having a deceased flag in the contacts field would be quite handy. You know, if someone oh, yeah. Yeah. passes away, uh, there's no good way right now to say, look, don't put them in your, you know, don't come up in the phone app. I don't want to call them, but you do want to keep them around maybe for their birthday to remember it or the integration with the faces features in photos. And I feel like it's been a very long time. People have been dying for a very long time in humanity. <laughs> I feel like we could have a deceased flag to just put them in a special category. They're there if you want them, but but they don't kind of get uh, brought up every time you look through. If they could contacts. also add a dead to me flag. That would be, I can think of a few places that would be handy. That's called the blocked <laughs> section. But you gotta know. Maybe we could just snooze yeah, for a while. Snooze. I actually would like to that be, be snoozed. That sounds relaxing. <laughs> okay. Request available. That's four topics down. We got just enough time for a quick bonus topic. But first, I want to remind you that we have lots of fun clockwise merch, including a hat a very fancy t-shirt and a phone case if you decide you need a Clockwise logo on your phone, which you probably do. And that all of these things can now be found at clockwise.social where you will find links to those as well as to the podcast and to our social media. Uh, So go and check out clockwise.social and buy some fine merchandising. We appreciate it. All right. uh, What is your most anticipated thing in 2024? A book, a movie, a TV show, a game, a trip that you're taking? I'm, I'm just curious. Meg? Well, mine is silly, but I am so excited about the sort of expanding and continuation of the Harley Quinn animated universe, because I honestly just get so much pure delight out of that show. And it feels like it's made specifically to make me happy. And so it's just a small thing, but I'm so glad that there's going to be more of that. And I can't imagine what Kite Man is going to be like, but I'm so here for it. Um, I think for me, uh, we talked to some friends about 
uh, sometime in late 2024 going to Mexico. So that is one that's on my list. And I do also think that sometime this year, uh, we'll also be going to Canada. Neither of us have been out of the country before. So we're both looking forward to finally doing that. Jeremy, what about you? Uh, I'm not sure if th- th- this can be the place for it. I-, I am having a child in 2024. What? Whoa! Congratulations! Congratulations. My first Woo! one. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's happening. And I-, I feel like I shouldn't put Severance Season 2 <laughs> above that. <laughs> You're right. Know. You, you could be you pretty picked, good. It's close. I, uh, Jeremy, let me tell you, you won't have time to watch it anyways. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. That's uh, well, what I was hoping those for. Those are all really good answers, although Jeremy's obviously takes the cake on that one. And now I feel like anything I come up with will be kind of minor by comparison. Um, but like Micah, I um taking some looking to take some trips later this year. I think we are going to go... Uh, to the UK for a little uh, event uh, adjacent to Relay FM, our podcast network that is happening um, later this year. And I'm very excited to go back to the UK, which is where my wife and I partially went on our honeymoon and also where I went to school for a little while. And I just, I miss it. I haven't been there in a super long time. Um, maybe Jeremy will let me borrow his boat or something. Um, <laughs> Come hang on the boat. Yeah. And as a future parent, this is so disrespectful to compare my child to a trip. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but it's, it might involve a boat. That's what... I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Your for other your, child. All right. Thanks for your thoughts on that. If you'd like to get ad-free episodes with an extra overtime topic every week, you can become a member of Clockwise. Just go to relay.fm slash clockwise and sign up for just $5 per month or $50 a year. And you'll help support the show, which we really appreciate it in this new year in this week's overtime topic we're going to discuss 2023 tech we're bringing with us into 2024 and with that with that we've reached the end of this week's episode all that remains is for us to thank our fantastic guests meg marco thank you so much for joining us on clockwise for your first time this has been great thank you so much and jeremy burge congratulations and thank you so much for being here Thank you, Micah. And on behalf of the listeners, please, please cancel that water. (laughs) Honestly. Get it done. I I swear I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be back next week. But until then, we remind everyone out there listening, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. Bye.